1: Hello, and welcome to Jesuitical, a podcast by the young, hip, and lay editors of America Media. That lay part means we aren't Jesuits, but we work with them. Join us each week for a smart Catholic take on faith, culture, and the news, often over drinks. I am Zach Davis, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Ashley McKinless. Hello. And today, we are joined by some of those aforementioned Jesuits that we work with, Father Ricardo da Silva, SJ, an associate editor and acting host of Inside the Vatican, and also associate editor... Father Jim McDermott. It's so good to be with you guys.
2: You guys too. It's wonderful to be here.
1: This is the crossover episode everyone has been hoping for, Ricardo. (laughs) Inside the Vatican fans are super pumped for this. We are here to talk about the thrilling new documentary on Hulu right now, The Pope, answers uh we talked about this on signs of the times uh during our ron roheiser episode um we said we we're going to do more on this so here it is this is going to be a little preview in the main feed so if you're listening to this we're probably going to go for five or ten minutes and if you want to listen to our whole discussion please jump over to our patreon feed and support us there and you'll get access to the super secret patreon feed so you can find that at patreon.com slash america media all right so let's get to it i i Absolutely loved this documentary. I know everyone else around this table did too. But I'm wondering if you could start us off, Ricardo, by telling us what is the context for this film? When did it take place? Who's in it? What's going on? Why should people watch it?
2: It's filmed in Rome in a place about 20 minutes from the Vatican called Pigneto. It's quite an eclectic neighborhood, very trendy at the moment in Rome, apparently. I wouldn't know because I haven't been there. Not because you're not trendy. (laughs) I'm definitely trendy but no not been it's definitely been there. trendy it's definitely trendy like, I can confirm and stuff um, and basically it was set up by a Spanish journalist Jordi Evole and Maria Sanchez they're the filmmakers and directors of the film and they've especially Jordi Evole has interviewed Pope Francis before and so he had a long interview with Pope Francis on Spanish TV which was a pretty candid interview And since that, he opened up a series of conversations with Pope Francis and the Pope's team, and they came upon this idea of creating an encounter between Pope Francis and 10 young people from Spain, Senegal, Argentina, Peru, Colombia, and the United States, five from Spain and then five from the rest of those countries. And it's a laboratory, right? It's an experiment, putting the Pope in a room with 10 young people and having the Pope answers some really sharp questions from very intelligent, I think, and um, very inquisitive young people around what the Church's role is in the world, and and really what the f- role of faith is in the world at all. Some are atheists, some are agnostics, some are, you know, very much practicing Catholics in a traditional vein. Some would be in a much more open and kind of liberal vein. But that's really what the film is about.
1: Jim, were you expecting what you uh, saw?
0: In terms of the kind of the conversation that they had? Yeah. I would say, I mean, honestly, kind of yes, in the sense that, well, yes and no. Yes, in the sense that I didn't expect Francis to, to. I expected Francis to be what we saw, which is very open, completely unthreatened by any question, by any topic, very interested and welcoming. I was surprised and this is more or less a function of being old, I think. I was just surprised at the freedom of the, of the young people, who I would say are all probably in their 20s.
2: Between 20 and 25.
0: 20 to 25. Thank you. Uh, I, I just think that you know, I, I sort of grew up being taught there are things you don't talk about, right, with priests. Like, or, or maybe even with, with your parents or adults, especially on topics of sort of sex, and they just didn't have – they were completely free in terms of – and in a non-confrontational way. It never felt like they're trying to provoke a reaction from the pope. They're just sort of speaking from their own life experience. I, that was, I thought, very surprising and, and liberating
1: to watch. I suppose we should name some of the topics that they – they, they cover. Ashley, do you have any of these off the top of your head? Uh,
3: yeah, so they start um, with a conversation um, about uh, migration and Well, race that's not where it, they start. Or, they, no, they start my... with a young man asking the Pope if he gets a salary. Which
1: I loved. <laughs> I thought that was like such a, you know, brass tacks quite well, if he has a cell phone for that matter. Yeah, yeah. So. It's like, hey, do you get paid? Like, Which is a valid question. It's like, hey, when you need new shoes, what happens? He yeah. begs. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah. But, <laughs> but after that.
3: And so after that, they, they go and there's uh, a woman who, um, her family were immigrants from India to, to the United States, so she talks about her experience of of um, migration and experiencing racism and knowing that Pope Francis is someone whose parents immigrated to Argentina, whether he shared in those experiences. Talked about that colonialism um, abortion sex abuse uh, gender identity uh, pornography dating apps like there is nothing off the table really
1: yeah it's wild I don't know what I was expecting a documentary on the Pope I you know there have been a few of these now and I had to agree with sort of your uh, estimation Jim when you said it's the most thrilling movie out right now which had been going to John Wick for. for sure for sure but it's it's now this Pope Francis documentary. What what makes that so electric? Actually, I, I want to pivot back to because you said young people traditionally aren't supposed to say certain things around priests or holy people or even elders. Um, Ashley, you were kind of caught off guard by that.
3: Yeah. No, I have to say you you say we all loved the film, and I would say I had a more complicated relationship with it. Um, and going into it, I I had seen the headlines of like Pope Francis says churches, uh, like thoughts on sexuality are in diapers and he says tinder is normal so I kind of went into it with this apprehension of like oh god Pope Francis is talking off the cuff again and he's gonna muddy the waters and confuse people and so I that was kind of my bias going into it and then when I was watching the film it kind of like swapped and I was like oh no the the Pope is actually like um being pretty forthright and he's being opening open like you said but he's also like not afraid to say what the church teaches on things like pornography and abortion. My reaction to the young people was like the op- I shared Jim's upbringing of how you should talk to your elders uh and I still feel that way, I guess. Um so even just like the fact that they were dressed so casually. I was like you I, like
1: It was a trendy neighborhood. Sitting on top of a table
3: <laughs> sort of I'm like, <laughs> laid back. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't dress like that when talking to any anyone who is my elder, like much less the Pope. And I'm not saying that it's wrong. And I know but you've made the point that like the directors probably told him to dress like this. Clearly, they're yeah. trying.
1: They're going for a vibe of like mm. casual encounter. Yeah,
3: but it like from the beginning, it kind of like put my hackles up of like okay, like it's these young people against the pope, and he's put in this position where like, of course, he's not gonna like want to challenge or make them uncomfortable. So it sets up this dynamic where they are so free to say whatever they want, and then the pope like has to you know, be pastoral, but I think there's a tension between being pastoral and being um, present to the people in front of you and giving that clear articulation of church teaching. So that was kind of like my apprehension going in. It was like, how is he gonna pull this off?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was like, my jaw was wide open for a lot of it. Ricardo, you've been covering the Pope for a while now. What made this stand out to you? Why was this such a unique viewing experience for this
2: Pope? This is probably an overused phrase by me now, but I mean, I I do think that the phrase of this papacy is a culture of encounter, right? And here Pope Francis really models what it is to encounter people in their reality, but also what it is for him to share with them how he is, right, at his rawest. And that's kind of unvarnished uh, sometimes it can border on offensive to some people. You know, you could see some of the young people looking at, listening to what Pope Francis was saying and thinking, okay, he's not really getting our world. And then at other times you thought, oh yeah, he's he really understands us. He's really on board. And I think that's was the most powerful thing for me was there was no attempt. And the fact that Pope Francis was shown this film and opted to make no changes, the directors said, right? And so there was no attempt to put any veneer on it, at least from what it appears. Um, And certainly, I don't think that the church comes out looking altogether positive on this, or the Pope comes out looking altogether positive on this, um, just because some of those moments are a little bit shocking to the young people, and I think shocking to us who are used to um, a more open discourse on some some issues. And so I, I really found some of the Pope's responses a little surprising. And like Ashley, I thought, you know, he really held the church line uh, on various issues, but he also remained present to the young people and wanted to hear where they were at.
1: Well, Ashley mentioned like Francis has this uh, tendency to speak off the cuff and be authentic. And that's not really new, but I feel like that has traditionally happened in the context of like playing interviews where journalists still have a sense of decorum and there's a... Um, a liturgy to the whole thing, and there's like what you can ask and what you can't. and that has totally gone out the window, it seems like with this with this conversation. Jim, was there like a a topic that really has been sticking with you since listening to it i really I like the way you're you're talking about that i I didn't feel for
0: me this didn't feel like those press mm-hmm. off the cuff interviews it didn't it, it didn't really feel like a q and a. It felt more like we're gonna there's a conversation. He's a part of a conversation. There were large parts of that film where they're talking to each other and he's just listening and like any other person, normal person would in a conversation, which I thought was itself refreshing that whether that's I'm sure that's the filmmaker's choice as well, but he didn't sort of understand himself in that moment as the teacher who will tell you, who will bring the truth from on high. Like, yes, when they ask him questions directly about different topics, yeah, he's going to include church teaching and talking about that.
1: But he he says himself, he's like, I'm not trying to convince you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which I think is very much that, for me, that's like, this this is how Francis has been kind of the whole time. So it probably shouldn't have been such a surprise that if you put him in this situation... He'll do that. I mean, maybe it was a little surprising that he wasn't more sort of shooting from the hip at any point. The one the one point where I felt like maybe he did a little the the, one of the American um, uh, uh, young people talked about immigration and the situation of how if you're a white immigrant to the United States, your experience is radically different than if you're not white and you're an immigrant to the United States. And he was in that moment. He said, yeah, if you're from Ukraine and the horrors that they've been through, you're very much welcomed. But if you're from Africa trying to come to the United States, uh, they, they pretty much want to send you packing. And it wasn't aggressive, but it was a moment where I was like, wow, that is a confronting thing to say to, T- for that It will be hard for a lot of Americans to hear a moment like that.
1: Ashley, what did you want to shift to the abortion conversation? Because I feel like that's the moment in the film where things shifted for me. That's where it really became, Jim, as you mentioned, like a conversation. And all of a sudden, that was where I noticed. I was like, oh, Francis is just listening. You have this incredible moment where you have like multiple Catholic women from different point with different points of view, talking about the issue of abortion, and the Holy Father is sitting there and just listening.
3: Yeah. So it started with this woman from Ecuador. Who...
1: Hey, Zach, again. Uh, You just heard an excerpt of our conversation about The Pope Answers, the new Hulu documentary that is really, really thrilling with Jim McDermott, Ricardo Da Silva, and Ashton McKinless. If you want to hear the whole thing, head over to patreon.com slash americamedia and sign up to become a Patreon supporter and you'll get access to our secret Patreon feed. Thanks so much.